0: and he was transfigured before them. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. As I brought Father McKenna his cup of coffee this morning, I was in the middle of writing my sermon, so my thoughts were on heaven. I said, you know, we should go to heaven together. And just sort of nonchalantly, and then moving on, he says, okay. Well, Today, that's what we're going to do in this sermon. We're going to go to heaven, in a sense. Last week, we followed our Lord into the desert, where he fasted and then was tempted by Satan. But today, we follow our Lord not into the desert, but up onto a high mountain, along with Peter, James, and John, to witness a totally different scene, It is, as it were, a vision and a foretaste of heaven that our Savior shows us in his transfiguration. Theologians and spiritual writers tell us that the purpose of the transfiguration, the reason why our Lord transfigured himself, was this. To warn his disciples not to lose confidence when they saw him nailed to the cross. And St. Leo said that the purpose was this, that our Lord might take away the scandal of the cross from the hearts of all of his disciples. And so it is that our mother, the church, gives us this gospel today in the midst of all of our fasting and our penances to encourage us, to remind us that there is a reward for all that we are doing, and there is a life to look forward to. And so let's go to heaven today in this sermon. I hope you'll pardon the fact, though, that today's sermon is actually, I took many points From the sermon of St. Francis de Sales for the day, but you can go home and read it later if you have that book. I encourage that very much. Now, in heaven, St. Francis de Sales says, we will have conversations with three kinds of persons. The first group would be the angels and the archangels, the cherubim, the holy apostles and the confessors, the holy virgins, And, of course, the Mother of God herself. And the second group would be, or rather not a group, but the second conversation would be the most holy humanity of our blessed Lord himself. And the third conversation is had with the most adorable Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. As to the first, St. Francis de Sales says this, that just as the disciples, Peter, James, and John, in today's gospel, knew that it was Moses and Elias who had appeared at the transfiguration. Remember, they were not told directly by our Lord who those men were, and they certainly had never seen them before. They knew by an inspiration from God that it was Moses and Elias. And so it will be in heaven that we will know every saint that is in heaven and know them by their names. We will be able to know and to recognize everyone. Those whom we loved on earth as well as those whom we never met and uh, never knew existed, but yet who shared our same Catholic faith. In heaven there will be no divisions, no envies and jealousies or hatreds, but perfect charity such as cannot exist even here on earth. Rather, the conversations that we'll have with one another will bring greater joy, Saint Francis tells us, than we can ever imagine. First, the angels. Here's what Saint Francis says. There, in heaven, our good angels will speak to us so lovingly of the care they had for our salvation, reminding us of the holy inspirations they gave us to attract us to seek the sweetness that we now enjoy. Do you remember, they will say, the inspiration that I gave you at such a time in reading that particular book or in listening to that sermon or in looking at that holy image? For example, St. Mary Magdalene's angel will remind her of the inspiration which he gave to her, which led her to burst into the house Of the Pharisee and to throw herself down at the feet of our Lord with tears of a contrite heart." Her conversion. Saint Francis says that our hearts will melt with delight in hearing these words from our angels. And as far as the conversation between saints, St. Francis de Sales tells the story that one day St. Augustine had this great desire to hear St. Paul preaching in Rome and to see our Lord among the people curing the sick and working miracles. But think of it, now at this very moment that you are listening to this sermon, now in heaven, Augustine gets to hear Saint Paul intoning eternal praises to the Blessed Trinity. He goes on to say, imagine the conversation which might exist between these two saints right now, with Saint Paul saying to Saint Augustine, do you recall that in reading my epistle to the Romans you were touched by an inspiration which moved you to be converted? An inspiration which I obtained for you by the prayer I offered for you at the very moment you were reading what I had written. I have a feeling that many of us here will be having that same conversation with the Saint Therese or St. Francis of Assisi or Francis de Sales. They pray for us as we read their writings. So it is in heaven, we will truly, as the psalm tells us, sing the mercies of the Lord forever. And just as Moses and Elias today were speaking lovingly to Christ of his coming passion, so in heaven, one topic of conversation will be the passion of our blessed Lord. The second, we will converse With our incarnate Lord. Just as Moses and Elias today spoke and conversed very familiarly with our transfigured Lord, so St. Francis tells us, our conversation with the Savior will be both familiar and pleasant. It will no longer seem so distant, but it will be very pleasant. This conversation, Francis tells us, will be of the love he has for each one of us. It will be of the sufferings that he endured in his passion for us. It will be of the love that brought him down to Bethlehem. It will be of the thoughts of peace he had for us even at the very hour of his passion. Remember as he hung there on the cross, that he had each one of you in mind. What was he thinking of? You will find out in heaven. Thoughts which prepared for us the divine attractions and inspirations and good movements that the Savior would make use of to draw us all to himself. That too will be discussed with our Savior in heaven. But the third conversation, at least for me, it was the one that that impressed me the most, but it is, it's true, very difficult to understand. I guess we'll all find out one day in heaven. St. Francis tells us that we will hear the Son intone the praises due to his heavenly Father. And in turn, we will hear the Father say, as he did today in the Gospel, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So we will get to hear the beauteous conversation that the three divine persons have among themselves. But maybe the sweetest of all will be the conversation between the Blessed Trinity, and us. St. Francis tells us, It will be a conversation so secret that no one will understand it except God and the soul with whom it is made. He continues, God will say to each of the blessed a word so special that there will be no other like it, it will be the most loving word that one can ever imagine. Think of all the words which can be spoken to melt a heart and the most affectionate names that can be heard. These words, he says, are meaningless in comparison with the word which God will give to each soul in heaven above. So, when we view life With all of its suffering, its pains, its injustices and the like, life just seems all confusing, doesn't it? And for some of us even pointless and discouraging. But when we admit one mysterious thing in the universe, then everything else becomes clear In light of that one thing. And it is this, the Catechism tells us, it answers the question, why did God make you? God made me to know him, to love him, to serve him in this life so that we might be happy with him in the next. Nothing else matters. Everything that occurs in this world is ordered to that fact. We live here for one purpose, to merit heaven. Your comfort does not matter. Your wishes do not matter. But what does matter is that in spite of all the hardships that you must endure, whether today, tomorrow, the next day, or for the rest of your life, that you are striving with your whole heart to know, to love, and to serve God, that you are truly seeking to save your soul and to go to heaven. That decision is yours. It is yours to make every single day a choice between heaven and hell. Do you want heaven? Then you must choose to live in such a way that you will go to heaven one day. But you must choose. When I ask you, in all seriousness, as your shepherd and father, and I tell you, We need to go to heaven together, that's the goal. I only want to hear one answer. Okay, may God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. Amen.